0: HackerCulture FM is supported by 1Password. 1Password is an easy-to-use, secure password manager that gives you and your family that peace of mind. With 24-7 support and award-winning mobile apps, you can make sure that when you're sharing your Netflix passwords, it's all under lock and key. And since everyone on the HCFM team uses 1Password, we've teamed up with them to give you three months free for 1Password families. That's right, three whole months. You can sign up now by going to hackerculture.fm slash 1Password. That's hackerculture.fm forward slash the number one password. Hey there, before we get started, here's just a quick warning. If anyone has any young listeners in the room, there is a little bit of swearing.
1: And and I'm sad and I can't do anything about it. i mean, paradise and people like on Instagram, you living the best life. You're having the greatest thing. And I'm like, Everything still sucks. Then I, then I realized that it had nothing to do with the thing that I surround myself with. It all had to do with my mental perception on what I would do. And, that, and from that day on, I decided that I'm going to remove all negativity out of my life and just add positivity and, and started to work with positive psychology. And uh, I, I really dug deep inside and said, I need to figure this one out.
0: From Hacker Culture FM, I'm Sean Sun, and you're listening to Security Sandbox, a podcast about the makers and breakers shaping cybersecurity. In the bug bounty space, there are a number of hackers moving to YouTube and Twitch as a way to connect with their community and share their knowledge. One incredibly prominent hacker YouTuber is this guy with long hair and sunglasses. He kind of looks like if Peter McKinnon picked up a laptop instead of a camera one day. But in all seriousness, he goes by Stuck. He makes videos about his experiences hunting for bugs. On his channel of 18,000 subscribers, you can find tutorial videos as well as travel vlogs for when he goes to live hacking events. On the screen, he's bright and cheerful and full of positive energy. On the mic, well, he's no different. And on top of that, he has a full-time job and runs a sustainable fashion store. On this episode, Stuck joins me to talk about his path into bug bounties how he makes his YouTube videos, and where he gets all this energy from. What made you get into the bug bounty space? I know that you used to do, I guess, like IT work, uh, a lot of Active Directory type of stuff. Uh, What what was the catalyst to make that jump?
1: The catalyst was primarily... Franz Rosen. Okay, the catalyst is always Franz Rosen. <laughs> it is because I was having, I was doing this uh, talk on a conference for for five hundred people about uh, wireless hacking. You know, we, we all started wireless hacking in a way, right? And uh, and I was talking about um, infrastructure hacks and and uh, and how to, you know, get past the EP in a way. So and and I managed to since since I. Since a retail detectify their solution, I managed to get their um, marketing guy to get France on um, a conference call with me. That, so, so, so I would say, yeah, but now let's see how a real hacker Breaks this stuff, and I, I forced him to wear a Guy Fawkes mask, mask which he hated, and and, and it, was, it was on a Skype stream, so he was more or less sitting in his couch at home in, in this Guy Fawkes mask, and uh, and 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 and, uh, and and he just he spawned that uh, organization's website in minutes, and. Oh, wow. And he was allowed to, of course, but people got so butthurt. and 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 I really connected deep with him on that mm-hmm. state afterwards and realized that, Dude, this guy's epic, and the things that these guys do was so impressive that I I had no idea how to pawn web at Ron that Rosen. time. By I wasn't way, interested in that. My, my in new primarily focus past, was building secure cloud solutions, Sweden, hybrid infrastructure, big data centers. That that and Active Directory. Yeah. That that's what, what that's actually what I did.
0: Franz Rosen, by the way, you may have heard his name in a few episodes in the past. He's a hacker based in Stockholm, Sweden, and an incredible and active bug bounty researcher. As this episode is being recorded and published, it's been about two years since Stuck first found out about bug bounties. It's also roughly the same time frame that Stuck creates his first hacking YouTube videos.
1: After that talk with Franz, I um, I saw the impact on educating people when it comes to uh, security. So I thought that it would be a cool idea to create some YouTube content on uh, how to pass the hash and uh, play around with USB rubber duckies and that kind of stuff. So, uh, so I got funding to do that. So I created three episodes. They are on my YouTube. They are in Swedish, though, so bear with me. And those were my my toddler trying to show educational stuff in a in, in an explaining way for non-technical people and uh so so, um, so i got um and Franz liked it he liked the the design and everything so he talked to ted kramer and ted kramer were currently running things over at hack one at that time and i know that both those guys were doing 702 in vegas so I kind of just social engineered myself to be able to join the party for free drinks. Right. And I got in there and I had this meeting with Ted Kramer uh, and he, w- he was supposed to meet me at, let's say, s- I think it was six o'clock and I got 15 minutes that that's all I had with him. And me as a Swede, I was there easily at 530. I'm, I'm, I'm in time. Nice. I'm, I'm ready, <laughs> you know. And and yeah. he sees me, and gets annoyed. Like you are early. Why are you here? I'm like, uh, and I had no idea what to say. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, you know, we 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 talked a little bit about you know. France said that you're gonna be here, and and I'm the YouTube creator. You know, we talked about maybe we can do some collaborations and stuff. And he's like, you have to wait in his pretty harsh New York style that I wasn't, I, I wasn't dialing to the culture of that at all. So it, yeah. no one knew him, so I'm, I'm like laughing at it. But I, I'm like, who's this fucking asshole? I traveled from across the planet to just have this meeting with him. He's just telling me to fucking wait. So I waited about over an hour for him to, to, um, to talk to me. And then he more or less like, yeah, I like your stuff, let's do stuff. And, and and that was it <laughs> it was like a few minutes of I, I waited easily one hour and he's like yeah cool let, let's do stuff and i'm like am i allowed to vlog here and he's like yeah do whatever and then i got to talk to mark and hang out with the guys and had a good time and i made a vlog about it and and um and months, uh, and that was my first taste. And I realized, wow, this is so cool. Live Hacking Events is the shit. These people are getting, these people are allowed to actually hack on targets and they're not getting caught. They're not getting fined. They, they can look for security vulnerabilities and, and they get paid.
0: This is where Stoke probably catches the bug, the bug bounty bug, I guess. But that doesn't mean that he knew what to do right off the bat. There was still a long road ahead to learn how to break web apps.
1: I need to be a part of this. How can I be a part of this? So I got home, left FCon, and, uh, and started to, you know, talk to these guys over. Uh, I, I got myself a Twitter account, started following people, people and uh, eventually France invited me to tag along to. And uh, to Nalcon in India, which was super cool because right. Nalcon, India, I've never been to India and you get there and there's like this cybersecurity people all over and everybody just loves Franz Rosen. And you're just walking next to him and I'm, and I'm vlogging about our experience there and everything. I didn't know shit about hacking back then. You know, no cameras, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so I was sitting in this room together with Franz, uh, Ted, and uh, and Jobert, and uh, and I asked him, what, "What? How do you do this web hacking thingy?" And he's like, "You need this tool. It's called Burp, and uh, and it's a proxy. So when i you, s- you browse a website, you can interact with the responses and and uh, the request to the web server." I'm like, oh, "Cool. How does it work?" Like, uh, well, it's, it's, you see all these tabs here, and he showed me a couple of tabs, and um, and he said, "There's a community edition. You can try that one out." I'm like, "Sick! I'm going to do that." Uh, and that's kind of just how it started. And he asked me, uh, "If you," uh, and and he asked me, "If you could choose one uh, bug class, which one would it be?" So I and he pointed me to the OWASP w- website and I l- read through all of them and uh, me coming from an infrastructure background and uh, knowing how backends work, I figured uh, it would be easier for me to do things I understand. So I went for race conditions and uh, in, instead of just trying to learn JavaScript uh, because it you know, I can right. read. I I can. Some, today, I can read code. I can dabble with Bash. I can write some Python. But uh, I can definitely not develop a website. I can. I I can identify vulnerabilities, somewhat. Gotcha. But I can't write code for shit. So, gotcha. Gotcha. and you don't write websites in PowerShell, do you? So th- th- that's that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how it works. Me coming from a Windows background, and that was it. That that was the beginning of my adventure. A few months later, I got a couple of bugs in, made a lot of money, had a real good time.
0: So I hear that later down the road, Gilbert actually gives you a Burt Pro license. He does. Is that right? He does. How does that ha- so? How does that happen? So you know, you start in the Alcon, you're on the community version, you're plugging away. Where what? How does that happen?
1: Well, it happens in the way where I um, <laughs> it, it's. I, I kind of social engineer that in a way. Uh, in, uh-huh. uh, there's no other way to explain it. But uh, it, <laughs> okay. when you're sitting in the same room as Jobert and Franz, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I really wanted to get... Um, what I wanted is that I want... Since I want to do race condition, that means that I need the pro version. I, I can't mm. do race condition with Intruder when you can't send a lot of requests through. So mm. we're sitting there, and um, and and I and I asked him, "Doesn't HackerOne have this uh, that you can get a professional trial, like a pro trial?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we do, but uh, you require to have a certain amount of points." And I had and I signed up the same day, so there's no way in hell mm-hmm. that I'm going to get to the level yeah. where I get like 500 reps to get a free trial. So I mailed. Morten Mikos and 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 said, "Hey, buddy, I'm here with Jobert and Franz and Ted, and I need to get a burp trial. Do you have it?" And he's like, "I'm gonna reach out to the marketing team because I met him. You remember I met him in 2017 on uh, on the H1702." meet up in 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 the bar. So he kind of knew who I was because he's Finnish and I'm Swedish. Yeah, we connected a bit. So so I then just uh and, and they came back to me it's like no you got you got too low rep. I'm like dude, how am I even supposed to get started if I can't get this? I'm not interested in investing in a pro license and get hacking if you know, you know, give me a trial. Everybody gives out trials, right? And you're just like I'm going to buy you one and he, and he bought me a license that that's how it was. And, uh, and ever since I'm forever grateful and, uh, and, um, and, and I made a lot of race condition using that.
0: What have you seen in cybersecurity? That is that excites you, That gets you amped up now,
1: uh, that more and more people are getting into it. And uh, um, that people are understanding the the value of uh, bug bounties and that security is actually something that people are talking about. You know, breach after breach after breach after breach. And we are starting to think like, maybe Uh, we need to do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think that's exciting because um, like, like when I was running my... BBSs back in the days uh, on modems and, and just where's trading and whatever stuff that people did back then. Uh, it, that was a different thing. Now it's it all changed. Now you're allowed to do this and to be able to pawn web or, or do red teaming engagement and, and, and do all that stuff and hack stuff and get paid for it is amazing. I love that.
0: But just because hacking companies is allowed doesn't mean that there isn't any drama that follows. Just as we talked about on the show before, there are some security professionals who aren't the biggest fan of bug bounties.
1: I, I see some gatekeeping, and I see some bounties versus pen testing or pen test versus bounties, where people say, "Oh, all these bounty hunters—they're your skitties. Anyone can do it. It's like stay-at-home mom can do it. That—that's not leets enough." I'm like. Okay, yeah, I I, I guess if you want to see it that way, it's not like we're competing about your things. Because if we're talking about security, or at least this is probably not the way it works, but in my humble opinion, this is the way it should work. If you're releasing an app on the interwebs, you should probably start by auditing your code first. And then you will do some quality assessment. You will do some vulnerability scans on it to make sure that, you know, it's not obviously th- weird things hanging loose on there. And then you will probably do some light pen testing first internally to make sure that things are, you're running a burp scanner on it or whatever. And, and then you will hire a pen testing firm to look at the, the app that you're putting out. And they are a professional in a time scope and they, they do their stuff. Then maybe if you're a bigger company, you might just do some open scope team. Or whatever, and eventually you will start a very, very limited, invite-only selected few bug bounty program. Some hackers come in, they find the stuff that the, the pen test and red teams missed, and you, you scope those up. Then you do a private program, and then you do an open program. And most people that get in, and we still find bugs in the open program because codes are being shipped every day. You it, when we're talking about you know, pen testing is very important because it's methodology based. You need to follow this mm-hmm. procedure,
0: um, so you were talking about how you started making like three like you made three educational videos. yeah, right? And so after you made those three, how did you feel? like what?
1: It took so long. You know, I, I went over the top, of course. You know, I had three cameras, multiple angles, everything that comes with it, external audio, and screen capture of double computers and everything. And I'm like, production time takes forever. How do people even do this? And I'm and I'm struggling to learn Adobe Premiere at that time. You know, I I, I needed an I I came from Sony Vegas, but I realized that. Everybody else was using Premiere. So I spent like a lot of hours just look, looking at Levi, Levi Allen and uh, uh, Peter McKinnon and all these cool guys that, that, that had tutorials at that time and tried to learn as much as possible when it comes to editing. Uh, it, it still takes a lot of time. You know, the Tom Nom Nom episode that I got out right quite recently, it took me easy 40 hours to edit. and And... and People just don't get it, how much time it goes into to both recording. You know, recording is kind of the easy part. The whole storytelling, the, the getting the information out there in bite sizes that people can understand. That's the challenge.
0: Challenge as it may be, Stoke has had an incredibly successful YouTube channel talking about what it's like to get into bug bounties and offering tips and tricks along the way. As of the time I'm recording this, he has almost 18,000 subscribers. Now, alongside Nahamsek, the founder of Bug Bounty Forum, he's also launched a new show called Bounty Thursdays, a talk show for the Bug Bounty community by the Bug Bounty community that comes out on Thursdays. But Stoke has also explored other mediums, like Twitch, a live streaming platform commonly known for streaming gameplay. I see a lot of uh, new content creators kind of switch over to Twitch and search live streaming on Twitch. I know that you started live streaming once by accident. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> terrible, terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, I, I, I was dabbling around with OBS and, and because I, everybody was just talking about it. I'm like, just go live and I'm like, okay, go live, <laughs> press the bottom. Nothing really happened until I get a text message from somebody. It's like, dude, you're on the internet. I'm like what? <laughs> and, and, and and I had four hundred people in the chat. I'm like what? What, what, what am I doing now? Yeah. I could have picked my nose for fuck's sake, you know. I, I it was kind of sad. that, and that just turned into ask Stirk, where I just answered question. Yeah. If you watch that um, the video clip, it's it's totally out of focus, and it's like nothing. It's just me as answering question. But hey, that that was it. And I think that's the. I kind of understand the rawness that comes with that, that people like the rawness of real life. But for me, when it comes to creating content, the way that I do is that I want it to be fast, entertaining, Mm. and it's going to be something that you have a few minutes to watch and you're going to get a lot of value out of it and not a lot Mm. of, "Mm, uh, okay let, let, oh oh this this happened blah blah you know that kind of things yeah, that yeah. normally happens in our lives yeah. so that's why i like to um to
0: you do you like editing it tighter I like editing yeah.
1: tighter adding music adding yeah. layers adding uh, all the stuff that comes to it you can probably do that mm-hmm. on twitch too but that's mm-hmm. why i like youtube
0: yeah that's fair. Um, so the, um, I'm curious because, you know, the amount of time that goes into one episode, like you have to cut out so many things. At what point do you go, this is good enough. Like I can upload this now. Like this is done.
1: I that kind of just happens when, um, you know, I, I do the grading last, last I do the grading. Mm. So it, when, when I do the grading is usually, I, 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 I watch it through. And, mm-hmm. and, and when I don't have to watch it through again, then I know it's done.
0: Okay. Uh, how many times are you watching it through usually?
1: Oh, a lot of times, but, um, <laughs> I've gone to, I changed my editing style now. So what I do is that I try to create everything. From, from, from uh, overlays to, uh, to angles, to everything that comes to it as I do it, as I watch it. Um, because, because otherwise I will just end up in a situation where I have to rewatch everything from beginning and it's really time consuming. So I want to speed the process up and doing as much as possible. But there's also this thing called letting go. Uh, perfect is the absolute nemesis or enemy of creativity. So I just had to, you know, this is good enough. Good enough is good enough
0: and i mean like i think you found some wow. success on youtube right when you started all with your three episodes in swedish did you ever think you would get here never did you ever never. think did they, you they, ever think you'd be called st- the peter mckinnon <laughs> of cybersecurity?
1: No, not okay. at no 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 i mean referred to as a hack fluencer which is pretty fucking amazing yeah. and uh and yeah no i had no idea and this is just i think this is just who i am you know i'm a very approachable and easygoing person, and uh, I just wanted to give back to the community all the things that I learned. You know, from the day that I entered that SLS building, nervous to meet all these hackers, and realize that these are some really, really nice people that uh, that just opened their arms for me on day one, and I'm like, I belong here, and whatever I can do to give back to that community by doing some things that I'm okay at. I'll do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, a hackfluencer makes sense, right? I think, uh, I think it's fair to say that you've influenced quite a few people to actually start, you know, creating their own content and sharing their own things, th- uh, through video form, through, uh, audio form, through whatever, through books. Um, uh, I think you and Pete are probably one of the first bug bounty creator, like content creators that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, what has that experience been like in like, you know, helping Naham Sek uh, launch his stuff? Um.
1: It's been really, really great, you know, being able to... Because it's like people like Naham and, and Jason and Pete and, and Donut and Shano, Cybermentor, all these guys are super cool. You know, they are just normal dudes that has a lot of knowledge and... and I, I don't know... Pete... Pete Totally inspired me by writing this book. You know, I, I, that was the first thing that I, I ever bought on Lean Pub, paid maximum price, got the book, and just opened it up uh, in the PDF and like, this uh, is this what <laughs> we're packing? Is about? I don't understand anything about it. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. I might just get back to that. And, um, and then um just being able to yeah you know show that it's possible and uh and that it's working because everybody has this kind of imposter syndrome in them we all think that we're not good enough that whatever i have to say will me it will not be valuable to anyone else and to be honest the the whole the whole idea why i did that video how to get started in bug bounties, is simply because i got asked every day on twitter like how do you get started in Bhagavad And I got tired of just answering the same thing over and over again and I figured that I'll send out a tweet, ask the community, and see what they have to say about it. And I got such a great response and just used that information to create a video that soon has 100,000 views. And that is inspiring people daily to you know, get into this because it's an epic thing, you know, being to. This is just now, this is right now. This is such a young, um, uh, it's such a young business model, uh, or I don't know the right word for it, but it's such a young industry that, um, and can we inspire people to get into this and help make the world safer? Because the amount of code that's being released daily on push to release schedules on people that are developers, not security analysts and engineers, because they do their work. There's going to be bugs in it, and we need to help to protect that. There's not enough pentesters in the world to do that. So we need to get more people in it.
0: So where does it go from here? What do you, what do you, uh, do you think that more people are going to start sharing their content on YouTube? Uh, you you know, as, as the bug bounty, uh, I, as the number of bug bounty hunters continue to grow, as you influence people, as Jason influences people, as every content creator starts influencing people, where do you see the YouTube space?
1: Oh, go? I'm hoping it would flourish. You know, it, it, the, the more people, the better. There, this is not a competition. This It's not about... What? Are, are you creating a live stream? Now I'm going to get pissed off because you're having a live stream and stealing my, sh- uh, my, my, sh- uh, my sunshine and my shine. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about getting as many people as possible to, to start sharing because. Not everybody likes to read books. I'm one of them. You know, I can't read books. I buy books, look at the cover. This looks cool. I open one page and I'm starting to read it in the beginning. And then I go back in the end and look at the last two pages and like, oh, it seems kind of good. I'm, I'm, I might just read this later. I'm going to get on Twitter instead or maybe listen to this podcast. So if there's any way to get that information out there where people are just sharing in, content on how to find bugs or do stuff. There's going to be bite sizes for everyone in there. So I think most people, I, and I hope most people are willing to share a bit because, of course, there's always going to be this, that people are going to be afraid about you know, giving away their secrets. But man, it's enough bread for all of us. If if, if if you're that unique, in that special thing that you monetize from, and you want to keep it for yourself.
0: Hey, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Stuck shares a story about a dark time in his life and how he managed to pull through. But here's a quick message from our sponsor.
1: You know, I used to have this, I used to work this classic nine to five job, five days a week doing IT consultancy. I, I used to work as a... Uh, systems architect for years and years. And uh, and I just realized that eventually I didn't have time to do the things that I really wanted to do. And you, probably you just like me, you're, you're working all day, you're getting home and you're thinking about, maybe I should hack a bit tonight. And you're like dead tired because you need to cook food yeah. and do whatever stuff you need to do. Yeah. So I figured that uh, if I could just change my week from being seven days or five days work, way, work days for the man Two days weekend for me, I changed that around to be more like a ten days adventure, where I randomly just put stuff in on random days. So, so now I do both. I do uh, cybersecurity advisory twelve days a week. I do uh, bug bounty for for a full eight hours every Thursday. Call I, I call it Bounty Thursdays, okay. y- just to be able to focus in on it instead of just having this one hour here, one hour there. I do eight hours straight full on focus. And then I just dig in and hopefully produce bugs. I occasionally do YouTube content on Fridays, but I try to batch my things. Once I do it, I try to record uh, as many episodes as possible to save time and so i can spend more time on just editing because i i kind of love the editing part the creative part when it comes to creating videos and uh, then saturday and sunday i take off i don't do anything with that and then more or less uh, each and every day i'm involved in my fashion brand and my my fashion business that's kind of that's the 24 7 entrepreneurial life that comes with the whole concept of running a startup
0: Cool. Um, so I'm curious because like, you know, personally when I'm doing bug bounties, like uh, sure, I can spend eight hours today doing it, but if I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to be thinking about it. And when I wake up the next morning, I'm still going to be thinking about it. How do you control yourself and make sure that you only stick to Thursday? (laughs) Do you control yourself or do you just like, (laughs) like, Oh man, I think I know how to do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fainted that like directly, of course, you know, I, I tried to come off like this organized person that knows how my life works, uh-huh. but yeah, to be honest, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I realized that I'm such a moody person, so it's based on, um, yeah. I, I try to live my life based on flow, the, um, and flow means that I'm if I'm feeling on doing something, I'm going to do that that day, and if I'm not feeling like doing it, I'm not going to do that that day, and it just took me a lot of years to understand that muscling through not having the vibe was more challenging and, and taking more energy out of me than you're saying, maybe I shouldn't do that today or maybe I'm just going to do that later so if i'm you know if i if I get the bounty fever, which means that I'm up at night i I get a really nice bug and and due to the time zone i'm I'm living in Sweden, so I have a different time zone than uh, you guys that are in the u s I get to bed with a, with a non triaged report. I'm going to have trouble sleeping. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many episodes of whatever I watch on YouTube or Netflix or whatever, and and uh, and try to you know meditate or whatever things that comes with it. It's just my mind is going to be constantly on this bug, and just hoping for it to be triaged or and not duped out. And uh, and uh, and I wake up and check my phone and all that stuff that comes with that. So and if something happens, that means that maybe the triagers of the program want some more information back. Of course, I'm going to do that in the morning. It, 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 there's, I, and I'm, I have the privilege to be able to control my life in that way. So I make sure to hunt on Thursdays. But I kind of have Fridays as a backup. That is usually my YouTube day. So I'm not booking anything on Friday to have the creative freedom of if I want to continue.
0: So, I mean, so you do like you do the video, you do the cybersecurity advisory, um, and you do bug banies And now with the podcast, like what is your personal metric for success? All in.
1: Okay. Go all in. <laughs> Whatever you're going to do, go all in. Uh, because most people, and and, and just, just try to stay persistent, That that's the thing. You know, most people uh, get super pumped up about something and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's going to be amazing. Uh, the podcast, phew. and they never get started or they may record one episode and didn't work or two. Being a creator or entrepreneur or uh, or like any kind of startup mentality that comes through it means that we're in this for the long run let's do it as good as possible and just you know go with it stay persistent with it that's the whole idea and with time your brand or your thing that you're working on will grow and same thing's goes to bug bounties if you're like okay i'm going to hunt hunt today I'm going to choose 10 programs, and I'm going to spend five minutes on each and every one of them. You will probably just find low-hanging fruit. But if you take one program and say, I'm going to spend five days on this and dig deep, you're going to find the good stuff. And you learned how the application works. So when a new release comes out, when they're pushing code,
0: you would know. So what makes you decide to go all in? What do you think about? Like, How do you think like, this is worth going all in for it. because you can't you know you can't do everything right just because
1: no you can't it, it, it's about focus that's why i like to cut my life up in different pieces so so it's, it's like okay so i run a fashion store we know that and to be able to do that i need to only do that for some days and i need to only do the uh, the advisor for some days and i need to do only of these one days because if i do it all at the same time it's going to be scattered Like if I tried to start another uh, YouTube channel now, how would I be able to create content? It wouldn't work. If I had to do all this other stuff at the same time, it wouldn't work. So it's all about being focused on one thing. But me and my restless mind can't do one thing. So it needs to have at least three or four things that are currently ongoing. Because otherwise, I will burn out and burnout is not the burnout thing where you're lying and looking at the roof and can't move. It's just that I get bored of it. And when I get bored, I say like, next, and I need something more. So so instead, I have these three or four things that are constantly going over a longer period, because then I can always change in between these three or four things and stay motivated. When I'm getting bored of one thing, I'll do the other one for a while and I get bored of that, then I suddenly feel the really urge of hacking and then I do that. And, you know, these kind of things that the ebb and the flow that comes with it. When bounties are boring, I do something else.
0: Um, And if you get burned out, what do you do for like kind of fun or self-care or like kind of taking care of that burnout?
1: Are we talking about the staring in the... Roof kind of burnout, the the unable to move uh, thing, or is it ah uh, I'm a little bit bored.
0: I think burnout. Well, I think burnout looks different for everyone, so it's really that's up to you. Um, like, do you? I mean, do you ever get like in that in that zone of like just staring at the roof, like I don't want to do this anymore, like I don't want to do like YouTube anymore, I don't want to do like like uh, security anymore. Like, do you ever get that into that mental mental state, or is burnout does burnout look more like that boredom for you?
1: I was yeah. so close. You know, I was that close, inches from from getting that full on experience where, you know, apathy, uh, and uh, it had primarily to do with, or I thought so. I, I I thought it had to do with the dark winters of Sweden because Sweden is is very very dark for at least eight months of the year. So um, I was getting more and more depressed. Uh, you know, the, the the gradually depression that comes in. That, that, you know, everything just feels like a soaked blanket. You know, nothing's fun. And, uh, and I said, I'm not going to do another winter again. That was about five years ago. And I said to my wife, like, this, this can't go on. Uh, I need to change. And, so, and she's like, what do you want to do? I don't want to have winters anymore. So what, what should we do? I'm like, I want to go to Bali and surf. And she's like, cool. Uh, She was studying at the time, and uh, so I pitched for the company that I worked for uh, the idea that I would work remotely from Bali uh, because I was primarily doing Azure setups anyway. So I can do that from wherever in the world. And they had confidence in me and said, okay, do it. So uh, instead of just having winter, uh, like summer, winter, summer, winter, I had summer, 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 uh because i went to bali for six months and when i ca- came back i was energized i was happy and uh but i was also bored about the whole not doing anything kind of life that came with the bali experience and um, so that's when i had the possibility to start my conscious fashion brand and you know you're sitting on the beach you're you're watching the waves come in and uh and you think like, oh man, I'm in paradise. This is great, but I'm still fucking depressed and, and I'm sad and I can't do anything about it. I'm in paradise and people like on Instagram, you're living the best life, you're having the greatest thing. And I'm like, everything still sucks. Then I, then I realized that it had nothing to do with the thing that I surround myself with, it all had to do with my mental perception on what I would do. And, that, and from that day on, I decided that I'm going to remove all negativity out of my life and just add positivity and, and started to work with positive psychology. And uh, I, I really dug deep inside and said, I need to figure this one out. If I don't, It doesn't matter because if you can't be happy in paradise, what's wrong with you? And, and that kind of snapped me out of it. And, uh, I got back home, uh, realized that the ocean's full of plastic. I don't like that. What can I do about it? I can whine about it, or I can start a clothing brand that works with recycled materials and uh, pays living wages for people. So hench the fashion store thrive store that I run.
0: Cool. Um, yeah. Link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> so where, what is your mental state like now? Because I think like everyone that views like Steck on uh, Twitter or like on YouTube, like that's like, you know, the good vibes only guy, like the guy with the sunglasses and stuff. Like how is, uh, f- how is Frederick Alexanderson doing?
1: Well, right now, I'm in a great mental yeah. state currently, but cool. for me, it's up and down all the time. I'm, uh, I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. I'm bipolar, but for me, everything goes in waves. There are waves of full-on creativity, there's waves on of on anxiety and, uh, and there are waves of imposter syndrome and there's days when I feel like I take on, can't take on the world and there are days when I feel like I don't want to get out of bed. It's human life. I, I just try to. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know the English word for it, but I don't dwell in it, or, or I don't. I don't try to dig, dig so deep. And uh, and and for me, it's all about the art of acceptance. It's it's my mental state is like the weather; it comes and goes. So if I'm feeling sad, I'll say this too will pass. And if I'm feeling good and great, this too will pass it's everything is just continuously flowing and to be able to just step out of that and observe it for a while and realize that okay i'm going to be on this ride things going to happen and i'm going to do the best of it and if i'm feeling low why not try to inspire somebody today then at least i did something great so a lot of the things that i do is primarily you know i share stuff because i want to i want to share myself up too you know
0: yeah So in all your time, uh, you know, doing Active Directory, working in cybersecurity advisory at Bali, like starting YouTube, uh, Nelcon, all that stuff. And to now, what is one lesson you'd like to pass on to everyone listening?
1: Um, Believe in yourself and you do you. People are always going to tell you that you are... You're not good enough, or or maybe you can't do that, and uh, and you know people's own insecurities gonna reflect over in you on whatever they say, and you just don't let that be there. Hater's gonna hate, and people gonna say that you, what you're ever you're doing is gonna be wrong. Don't listen to them. You do you, and uh, and just be really happy about that. You are the creator of your own reality.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, well. Steck, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Uh do you have any shameless plugs, words of wisdom, shout-outs, anything?
1: Absolutely. Everybody should just go uh-huh. straight to Stokefrederick.com, uh, which is my website that I that I built. Um using uh-huh. Wix. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Their their ads were coming at me all the time. So I'm like, ah, finally I'm gonna click it and see what happens <laughs> and build a website. Get in there. That's where I got all my um all my videos. I'm gonna put a lot of stuff out there and uh follow me on Twitter at Stoke Frederick. Uh and uh if you wanna support the things that I do. Like, subscribe and comment and all that kind of stuff so I can continue on doing the stuff that I love, which is sharing and creating content for people. And uh, if you see me somewhere, please don't be a stranger. You know, I'm, 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 just, I'm just the ordinary kind of guy. Approach me. Don't stand in a corner being like, oh, there's sticks over there. I don't know if I can talk to him. Just walk over and say hi. That, that's it. Approach me because I love people more than I love computers.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to check out Stuck's videos, just go to Stuck's website at stuckfrederick.com. That's S-T-O-K-F-R-E-D-I-K.com. Or just search up his name on YouTube. Don't forget to smash that like button when you watch his videos. And if you're interested in seeing what he's been up to, make sure to follow him on Twitter at Stuck Frederick. And if you're wondering what we're up to and want to stay updated, follow us at Hacker Culture FM. That's Hacker Culture FM. As always, I'm your host, John Sun, and Mary Vung wrote this episode. Special thanks to Stuck for an amazing conversation, and we wish him the best with his channel. And of course, thank you, listener, for tuning in. You can let us know what you thought of this episode by tweeting at HackerCultureFM or shooting me an email. I'd love to hear what you think about the show and use your feedback to improve it. Also, make sure to check out our website at HackerCulture.FM. We keep that updated and you can support your favorite creators by buying their merch. See you in two weeks on wherever you listen to podcasts.